Welcome back to Screen Addicts. I am Chris the Cleon King. I am Fleet Commander Steven Sosa. I am Jeremy Bones the Medic. <laughs> you know, out of out of all the characters, I would not want you to be my medic. <laughs> no, I mean, no offense, Jeremy, but um, I think I, I think I see you as more of a Scotty because you're more apt to handle technical <laughs> tech, operations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're Scotty. <laughs> it's okay though. The, uh, it they're was both a good fun. Thing, yeah, they're good. They're good. All right. All right, guys. We're going to start this off like we always do every week, talking about what we're watching right now. And uh, it really hasn't changed for me. I'm still plugging along on Gossip Girl. Yes! I know. Y'all want to take my man card. But... Dude, I love Gossip Girl. <laughs> Take Stevens along with mine. Nobody's taking my man card. I'm a, I'm a man, and I admit I love Gossip Girl. So you could try and pull mine from my Fifth Avenue apartment. <laughs> if you ever have a Fifth Avenue apartment, I will go visit you. Absolutely. Although you have a pretty nice house, and I still yeah. don't go visit you. Yeah, I know, right? I have a nice house, and you don't come and see me. That's Jeremy's fault. He doesn't ever want to go take me out. <laughs> Bastard Jeremy. So, what season are you on now? Um, we're about to finish season three, and it's still really good. Uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's. I was telling my wife this the other day, and it's it's the only show that you you can't be hooked on one character because it'll. You'll, you'll be cheering for him one second, and the next second you'll be calling him a stupid sob. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't keep up. Which I guess that's some of the intrigue in the show is that the characters are ever evolving, ever changing, and they just—they're not constant ever, except for Chuck. Yeah, he's a constant a-hole, a bass hole. <laughs> that he is. Jeremy, you need to watch Gossip Girl. You know, the one thing... (laughs) I've been trying to sell Jeremy on Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill, The O.C. He just, uh, he never took to it. Hell, he didn't even watch Smallville. (laughs) I watched a couple episodes of Smallville. It was fun for what it was. It had the DC pool, though. Being that it was the origin story of Superman, I think that was a little bit more uh, easier to digest. <laughs> you know, please, you know, I'll beg you, I will pay you. Start watching Gossip Girl, so we can talk about one full podcast episode just about Gossip Girl. No, not, I, no. What is it? What is it going to happen? What is it going to take? I'll buy you a hooker. <laughs> you are Chuck Bass. <laughs> Um, you know, one thing I like about it, because I've been binge-watching it as well, and um, one thing I really like is that it's it's done, it's over, so everything that's on Netflix is all there, so I don't have to do this, watch uh, whatever seasons they have, and then have to catch up with live TV, because sometimes oh, yeah. that can be frustrating, you know? and Because that's how we watched Breaking Bad. I, I was so happy that, you know, seasons... Yeah one through five were all there and ready to go. And, you know, they didn't, uh, 
you didn't have because man, some of those cliffhangers. Oh my gosh, there's no way I would have wanted to wait the months that it takes or that it requires for the next season to begin. So ugh, it's frustrating, but I'm glad that we could just get right on to the next episode. And I'm going to finish before you, so I will be sure to spoil the hell out of this. <laughs> Which oh, I already spoiled God. it for myself. I googled who the Gossip Girl was. You want me to tell you? No, please don't. Please hey, don't. Let me, let me give you a hint. No, I don't want any Why? hints. Because then I, it's, like, it's like watching a movie trailer. You know, they show you so many things. So that way, whenever, by the time that you watch the actual movie... <laughs> you think, oh, well, this part in the trailer hasn't happened yet, so it's obviously this guy or that girl, he's going to die or she's going to die or something's going to happen because it hasn't happened yet. And uh, I don't know. You know it's Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Um, yes. But, yeah, I, uh, I've i actually been binge-watching... Um, a Netflix television series myself. It's a brand new one too, completely original, and I am hooked. I think it is so good so far. It's this uh, show called Stranger Things, and it's just it's set in the eighties, and it just it feels like you know it feels like all the movies you watched when you were a kid, like The Goonies and E. T. Because everything is dated, and the production design looks it looks exactly as if. You're right there in 1983, and I don't know. It's just a fantastic show. It's about a missing kid and this, you know, a monster in the woods, and these other boys, his best friends, are looking for this. I don't know. It's just it's kind of hard to explain, but it's absolutely fantastic so far. What's it called again? Stranger Things. It was actually shared on uh, the Screen Addicts page, shared the trailer for it. So if you're a, a, a fan of our Facebook page, go check it out. Check out the trailers. <laughs> I did, unfortunately, have the displeasure of watching the sequel to Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen. Oh. And, oh my god, it was so bad. I feel like I should have fallen because I fell right asleep and couldn't... It was just so stupid. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's pretty wretched. Mm. And what's funny, you know, it had same cast. Everybody came back except, except for, you know, the brains behind the operation. The writer and director of the first one didn't come back, but he's going on to uh, do the Magnificent Seven, which looks like a another one of those movies that will make the good category of remakes rather than the bad category. Ooh, is that the one that Jeremy shared mm-hmm. about Denzel in the cowboy hat? Yes. Right. Denzel dressed up as a cowboy. Jeremy, uh, he's going to faint when he watches that movie. <laughs> he's going to get instant wood. <laughs> Aren't you, Jeremy? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> as oh, long know. as he doesn't pull his piece out, we'll be okay. <laughs> Keep your pea shooter in your pants, boy. What about you, Jeremy? Have you watched anything good or bad for that matter? <laughs> well, uh, tonight uh, was the season finale of Ultima Lucha. Mm. 
and I uh, sat there for all two hours and watched all of it, and it was probably the single best episode they've had all season. It, it was awesome. Every match was great. It, it was, yeah, it, it was what it should have been all season long, like all of season one was, except season two wasn't so great every episode. And for the the listeners that don't know, Lucha Underground is a show that is executive produced by Mark Burnett, who does Survivor, and filmmaker Robert Rodriguez, and they came together to put this wrestling-based promotion together, and they mix in fictional storylines, just kind of like WWE, but the production value is so much better. They, they film their behind the scenes segments as if it was uh, you know like a movie or a television series and they have characters in there that are <laughs> very well trained and professional yeah professional wrestlers and yeah the characters are larger than life and they just incorporate all these production elements to the story and it's just it's so captivating i love it and is i agree with jim is who ramses <laughs> no, no, Nacho Libre beat him so bad he will never return to the, the to the temple. <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Rey Mysterio's in it. <laughs> yeah, he is. I thought he died. No, 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 no. He 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 was in a match with a guy that died. He didn't die, but in the match, oh. the guy was going to go for his finishing move and broke his neck on the ropes. That's oh, right. That Scary man. See, Chris, this is why you shouldn't be, you know, this is why you should give up your dream of professional wrestling because you just can't do those backflips like you used to, you know? Dude, you know what? I tried one the other day and I ended up just on my back. <laughs> yeah. And then I flipped over. So does that really count? Sure. Yes. I, I, think it, I think it's still impressive that uh, I did that angle slam to you and we shattered the frame of your bed. You know, uh, no. I would like to see Chris try a standing moonsault like Matanza Cueto <laughs> can do. <laughs> Which is a standing backflip. <laughs> oh, I could do that. A 350-pound dude that uh, is a beast. That's what I'm talking about. Represent the fat people. <laughs> oh, he's not fat. Heavyweight. <laughs> And, you know, some of those characters kind of remind me of out-of-world characters, much like the ones in Star Trek. Oh, nice leading buddy. Which we are, this is, this is the topic this week, is Star Trek. Because Star Trek is coming out. And, mm -hmm. uh... July yeah, 22nd. I probably won't go see it. <laughs> well, I, 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 I won't, let me let me rephrase that. I won't go see it in the theater. I'll wait till it comes so I can watch it at my house. I'm a, I, I love Star Trek. I like the the TV series more than the movies, <clears throat> just because my dad was a big Trekkie, and so I grew up watching the Next Generation, and uh, you know, the movies just. They were okay. They've been okay with me. They're not nothing I look forward to. So you liked when uh, Professor X was still able to walk? Yes. Okay. 
Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Picard. And Deanna Troy's boobies. <laughs> and, you know, when you're nine watching this show and her boobs are just out there, that's all you want to watch. <laughs> and Worf's and Worf's ass. <laughs> Worf's ass was tight. Gonna bounce a quarter off that shit. <laughs> just say it's stuck in his forehead. So you were uh, you were pro Troy and not uh, Beverly Crusher. Oh heck no! That redheaded slut. Man, you are casting such aspersions on the uh, on Starfleet here. <laughs> but dude, like, like I said, like it was all about the boobs when I was nine. <laughs> nine, nineteen, twenty-nine, thirty-nine. <laughs> um, did you just watch the Next Generation, or did you actually keep up with all of them, like Deep Space I, Nine and Voyager and? I watched. Um, I would say about half of the the series of a uh, Deep Space Nine, and then uh, mm-hmm. and then I hit puberty, and then it was done. Man, Quark, Quark on Deep Space Nine just freaked me out. He just looked like I don't know. He just looked scary to me. He oh, actually yeah, kind of rem- he reminded me of the guy in the Never Ending Story that was riding those snails. I don't know why yeah. that dude just freaked me out. <laughs> Well, they just got too crazy with the characters in, in, in that one, you know? The, the, the different, I guess, species mm-hmm. just got out of hand. Like, you lost the whole human aspect of, of the show. Well, then it always comes back around to, you know, like the Borg or Cleons or, yeah. you know, anything else. And it all just comes back to that. Okay. So, what we're going to do for you... Screen Attic style. List, baby, lists. And we're not really going to do a big list tonight. We're going to do one character, our favorite character from any Star Trek movie, TV show, whatever you have it. And uh, we're going to see if we can debate on which one is the best. And like always, I'll probably win. <laughs> Just In your mind. Hashtag camper bond. Oh my god. I hope something bad happens to Cam Gigande so that he will just completely be out of the running. He will never be out of the running. Well, I'm glad that you're not making the new Bond movie. Oh no. Okay, so. Um, Jeremy, you haven't talked much tonight, so I'm going to make you start off. Okay. All right. Favorite character, Star Trek, TV series, or movie? Just one. Well, since I'm not a big Star Trek fan, I never liked the original TV series. It bored the hell out of me. (laughs) I didn't like The Next Generation. It was about as equally boring to me. Your face is boring. Shut up. Um, all of the original movies were, ugh, I didn't really like any of them. Maybe the Wrath of Khan, I guess. Uh, I didn't start liking Star Trek until J.J. rebooted it in 2009. So my favorite character, I'm going with Simon Pegg, Scotty. Wow. Out of all of them? Yep. <laughs> 
All right. I love me some Simon Pegg. It's a good thing you're a fan of his because he's writing Star Trek Beyond. And yes, have you is. seen the have you seen the user rating of that? Not that I base my opinion on anything, but it's very high. Last time I checked, it's yeah. at ninety four percent. So <laughs> I think it, that's really good. I think he figured something out and has really got it going this time. That's good. We shall see. And and why why this certain character? Why why Simon? Is it just because of the way Simon Pegg played him? Yeah, or is it the, I, I the like his version himself? of Scotty. He's he's just a, a snarky guy who's pretty much a tech junkie like me, and it, it, he has a nifty little midget friend that's an alien or whatever the hell he is. Oh, I like small that dude. person. <laughs> We, we, we're politically correct on the show. It is a small person. <laughs> small mutant. <laughs> small alien. Yeah, there you go. Small extraterrestrial. <laughs> E.T. Yeah. Okay, so Jeremy's going with Ooh. Peggy Scott. I'm getting a lot of feedback there. Do you hear that? Oh. Okay. Okay. All right, Steve. Okay, well, um, I actually prefer the Star Trek films as well. I don't, uh, I don't claim to be a Trekkie. I never have been, and probably never will be. But I do enjoy the movies. I enjoyed from the first motion picture um, all the way to the remakes, and um, you know the original series. I was I was a big fan of a couple of entries in the original series. I like part two, the Wrath of Khan. I liked uh, part three, the Search for Spock. Part four, the Voyage Home. I think those three just in a row were just really really good and kind of set the template for how J.J. Abrams wanted to make his Star Trek films. And um, but overall, I think my favorite character is Spock. I love Spock. I think he's a great character. And I like the Leonard Nimoy version, not the Zachary Quinto <laughs> version. Although, Zachary Quinto does do a really good job in the remakes. I think he's a very capable actor to... I mean, he, he has the mannerisms. He has the physical look of Leonard Nimoy down to perfection. Even so much so that they brought that scene in the remake with him and Leonard Nimoy. It was just so good. And... um I don't know. I just always like Spock. I like his story of being, you know, half human, half Vulcan, you know, being the only Vulcan to have human emotion or to be able to understand human emotion, but not necessarily able to express that. I like that he has the strength and of intelligence of a Vulcan. And um, it's almost like he's like Blade. You know, he has all of the strengths, but none of their weaknesses. And I think that makes him a very polarizing character. And you know, the Wrath of Khan ends with Spock dying as he sacrifices himself for the, you know, the betterment of the crew. And I don't know. I just, I just, I've always loved that character. And I'm glad that they got Leonard Nimoy to come back and do the remake, you know, just to have cameo appearances. And um, because let's face it, having William Shatner in your Star Trek movie in a cameo appearance isn't all that. Grand. I heard that he's going to be in Star Trek Beyond, but it hasn't been confirmed by anyone. But the dude's doing Priceline commercials. <laughs> like, you see Shatner and everything just 
shatting all over everything. But I haven't seen a Shatner commercial in a couple years, actually. Really? I don't know. He just seems like he's always doing something. Um, we just recently watched... What was that? And Jeremy, you told me about it. It was uh, a Christmas horror story that that B-movie anthology horror film where Santa fights Krampus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Shatner's the DJ that pretty much, you know... Oh, yeah, that movie's the, awesome. Yeah, it was good, but that's the kind of schlock that Shatner's kind of known for taking these days. And yeah, that's Shatner. <laughs> but he's not, you know, but Leonard Nimoy, before his passing, he was always kind of a... What's he up to? You don't ever see him too often. You know, you don't see him doing too much anymore. Although he did voice, uh, what was that, Prime in Star in uh, Transformers? He, he voiced... Uh, Sentinel Prime. Sentinel Prime in Dark of the Moon, which was kind of surprising. But, you know, he still was... It was pretty decent. I'm you know, sure what he, he did a hefty paycheck for it. Right. He had a good, he had a good voice for it, but... Uh, I don't know. I just Spock, you know, I always thought Kirk was kind of cool and data data data. However you say his name was always humorous. And I love Jordy's sunglasses, but uh, yeah, Spock has always been my favorite Star Trek character. Can you do his little hand symbol? Yeah. You know, live long and prosper. Yeah, you know? I know a lot of people that cannot do that. Yeah. It's like a, what is that? I don't know, like a like a the nerves in your hands prevent you from. I from can doing only do it on one hand, but I can't do it on my left hand. Wow! So you are half Vulcan too. <laughs> That's impressive. Very impressive. Well, what about you, Chris? Can I do it? No. Who's your well, favorite, who's character? favorite character? <laughs> what you do with your hands is your business, everybody. <laughs> I'll show you after the after the show. <laughs> FaceTime me. <laughs> okay. Well, I know y'all are going all movies because y'all don't like the, the TV show, but... I didn't say that. <laughs> you did. Shut up. Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> but, you know, I think my favorite character comes from the TV shows, and it's only because, like, he had to fill such big shoes from what everybody thought Shatner was in the original series. So to come up with this brand new holes crew, this and that, I mean, you had to set it around somebody that was amazing and was going to pick up and and take up the slack from, from uh, Shatner being gone. And everybody loved Captain Kirk, you know, he was, uh, he was the best. So, you know, Jean-Luc Picard, Patrick Stewart, man, he just, he knocked it out of the park being the next big captain in Star Trek. And, uh, he's just so, he's so dominating in that, in the series and so suave and he gets, he's just like Shatner. He got all the women and he had, uh, big boob ladies on his, uh, on his deck. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is pimp. <laughs> that too. Yes. He's the he's the first ball-headed pimp. <laughs> what about Yule Brenner and the King and I? <laughs> draw a line draw a line down the middle of his head that looks like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool runnings. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
Some people say, you know, you can't believe. Jamaica, we have a Starfleet Enterprise. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Jean-Luc, though. I mean, you're you're absolutely right, because the next generation doesn't last for as many seasons as it did, which seems like an endless amount. I mean, because aside from the original series, Star Trek The Next Generation is the only one that held up in pulp, you know, in pop culture iconic. And, um, you know, like Deep Space Nine was there, Voyager was there. They even tried to do that uh, Enterprise with Scott Bakula and kind of the origin story of the USS Enterprise. And, you know, all of those kind of have their place in the in the category or in the catalog, but you're right. You know, next generation was the one that a lot of people still remember. And especially people in our age demographic, because that's what was on when we were younger. And, you know, and if Patrick Stewart, isn't all those things that you say, then people don't really get pulled into that character. And what costumes do you see? If people dress up as, as people from star Trek, 90% of the time, it's the star Track next generation uniform. I thought you were going to say the tribbles, the little reproductive fuzzy bears that, that shriek at Cleons. <laughs> I would say that's mainly because retailers around the country mainly stock next generation gear instead of the original series gear. Because it was better. <laughs> I like the new costumes too. But uh, yeah, I agree. You know, I think. I think Next Generation was pretty much was TV wise because I never, I never once watched the original series. I mean, it came out in 1960, man. Yeah. Like, I don't like uh, way before our time. Are we gonna watch Batman 66? No, yes. I do. <laughs> I was about to say I just got that shit on Blu-ray, man. It looks great. <laughs> they just I just watched the Batman original movie on Netflix and. It was so bad. That hokey-ass Adam West movie? Yes, it Dude, was it's so, so good. Bad. No, it is so, <laughs> so good. And you know what? Okay, I know we're, going, we're talking about Batman. We're supposed to be talking about Star Trek. But, but, you know, I know it was back then, but Catwoman was hot. Which one? The one in that movie. Oh, Lee Merriweather? Yes. Yeah. She still is, like... I could watch it. She's t- wait. Did you just she's say she still is? <laughs> yeah, Isn't she, she like seventy? I don't care. Okay. That's yeah. like saying Betty White's still hot. Hey, I dude, would, she's got it, man. I would put Betty White in my bed any day. <laughs> Dust off that golden girl. <laughs> she teach me a few things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so back to Star Trek before this gets hauntingly <laughs> bad. Um, so what do you think? Uh, did you uh, did you say you saw the remakes, or you haven't seen the remakes? I haven't <laughs> yet. yet. <laughs> Wait the the first and second one, or just the most recent one that just came out? Like, into darkness. I, like I'm I'm in a hotel room this week again, mm-hmm. and it was on uh, FX, and uh, I think it was the first time I watched like ten minutes of that movie. I really liked that one. I thought that one was really good. It you was starting haven't to watched Into Darkness, and that came out three years ago. Shut up! Don't judge me. Well, I Jeremy, so so what did <laughs> I have kids too, Chris? Don't start. <laughs> so, Jeremy, um, 
what were your thoughts of the remakes? Like, which one did you prefer? Or which one? I, I'm like, I'm with you. I like Into Darkness. I mm-hmm. really do. It, it's awesome. And and from the looks of this third one, uh, the same thing is going to happen to the Enterprise that's happened twice already. It gets <laughs> in every Star Trek. Yeah. You know, I didn't like how they tried to disguise the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch was obviously Khan in Into Darkness. I I know. It was so stupid. Like, everybody knew who he was. And even though he ethnically changed from, you know, uh, Ricardo Montalban to (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch. But uh, I guess that's how things go down in, in... the future. Yeah, I just ruined it for me. Thanks. Sorry, Appreciate man. That. But it wasn't like a big spoiler. Everybody knew who it was. So whenever he does his big reveal of, I am Khan, everybody's like, yeah, no kidding. So just move on with the plot. And, <laughs> I don't know. No, it, I like the uh, nemesis. Oh, God. Yes. Oh. Yeah, with Tom Hardy in one of his first roles where he looked like some weird alien. Yes. I didn't like Nemesis. Wasn't that the one where Data Data died, but then he just comes back five minutes later at the end? Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. I didn't care. I think uh, First Contact was really, really good. That was probably one of the better ones that the Next Generation movies did. And then Insurrection was terrible. And then Nemesis (laughs) wasn't all that much better. It promised to be this great movie with a twist ending and yeah data died but then he comes back reprogrammed at the end of the movie so it's like they didn't stick to their they they, they definitely didn't have game of thrones writers on that because they would have killed Ooh. picard <laughs> Riker, troy your little girlfriend chris and uh her. everybody but you know i'm kind of hoping i i know that it won't ever happen but i think it would be so cool that you know, because when Star Trek Generations came out in 1998, that was the first movie with the Next Generation cast. And they had William Shatner on there reprising his role as James Kirk. So both them, uh, Kirk and Picard, were working together to defeat Malcolm McDowell, you know, Alex from A Clock- Clockwork Orange. Right. And, you know, uh, Kirk dies. He dies at the end trying to fight. Uh, Malcolm McDowell and I thought man wouldn't it be kind of interesting if and you know you can always toy with the timeline somehow but it would be so interesting if if Patrick Stewart came as to help Kirk and Spock in this new team of Starfleet like I don't know I know it's a stretch but I don't know I think that would be super cool why not it would it would be perfect Mm -hmm. to tie everything together and, uh, I don't know because uh, they really have to do something big with this new one, Star Trek Beyond, because J.J. Abrams. This is the first one that he departed. Um, he departed from the series to obviously go do Star Wars, and it's written by your favorite Jeremy Simon Pegg and directed by Justin Lin, who is known for all the Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. or the latest Fast and the Furious movies. So it, it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. I, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I'm oddly enough as excited for it as the last one. And oh, uh, the villain this time is played by Idris Elba, who is the 
in fact, best choice for James Bond, my number one pick, <laughs> but you can't recognize him because he's covered in alien makeup. But yeah, so I don't see uh, Cam Gigande on Starfleet anywhere. But hey, <laughs> you just wait; it'll happen. Hey, and you see Chris Pine on a yeah. Oh, and sabotage. <laughs> and then sabotage by the Beastie Boys is played yet again. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, so if if I haven't watched the the previous couple movies of these, um, do do I need to watch them before the new one? Yes. Yeah. Them? You should. Absolutely. <laughs> because because okay. this picks up on their five year voyage they went on at the end of part two. Well, this kind of reminds me of how well, kind of they did the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Like it's one long movie that. It, continuity wise it just picks yep. up right after the last one and and you know before when they would do star trek movies it would always just kind of be okay this is one movie that we're going to do it and it doesn't really connect to the next one to the next one as far as the next generation movies go cuz the original star trek films they tied in pretty well especially 2 3 and 4 so but yeah i mean continuity wise you would kind of <laughs> need to Damn, so I got yeah. some to watch. Huh? Yeah. You're going to have to pause Gossip Girl. Do it. Just... No. Never. But yeah. Star Trek Beyond this Friday. Cool. Well, I guess this last Friday, Friday depending on Wait. whenever you want to listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, last Friday. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Well. I would say we're going to do a closing for you, but Jeremy will just mess it up, so probably not. <laughs> just kidding, Jeremy. I love you. I'm, I'm so glad you're a part of uh, this podcast. Um, you know, okay, let me see. Time to read a review. Sounds good. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, let me, let me get one pulled up real quick, which I should have had this done already. But we'll see. Okay. Which we haven't got any new ones. So please, if you're listening, no matter who you are, leave us a review. I'll read it. It's the best of my ability. Okay. Okay, I don't think I've read this one. Uh, it is from uh, Shauna D. She says, The hardcore truth on shows you love and love to hate. These guys are funny and readable. Keep them coming. I think uh, Shauna D there was implying that we hate all of your picks for stuff, Chris. Because <laughs> she's right, 100%. <laughs> no. I win. If if we go back and look, just saying, just putting it out there, I'm the only person that got votes for the Batman pitch. You paid a guy, and he made his vote. Or he (laughs) He created a whole new, he catfished himself in his vote. (laughs) See? But that's how much I cared. My mama always said, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> Your mom never said that. So, 
<laughs> you're right. Mama said, "Get a." So, is there anything coming up that you're excited to see? Anything in the impending weeks? Um, man, I got to tell you, we're gonna we're about to get hit with some great stuff. Jason Bourne, a couple of weeks uh, next Friday. Lights Out comes out this Friday. That oh, looks yeah. good. And then, of course, two weeks away, man. Suicide Squad. We're only two weeks away from this bad boy. And DC better hope it's good. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know this is their last hope. All the, all the, the pre-screens, people have said it's yeah. really good. Yeah, they always usually do. It, so. it better be. <laughs> It better be, man. Like, there's so much hype for this movie; it's insane. So, uh, at least one's, this I'm one's in capable hands. Yeah. I, I'm scared of of all the hype because, you know, we're gonna build it up so much, and then it's just not. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of hype around Fury when it came out, and it turned out really good. Yeah, but not the same kind of hype, man. <laughs> like. People have been waiting forever to see these characters on the screen for the first time within a DC property, and you know, and, and well, it's just David Ayer. Sure, but you're talking about a movie about a tank. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I hope it's good too. I really do. It needs to be. I want to be so mad. It will be, and and we'll we'll go and. You know, the first week after it's it's done, we're gonna give our review. Oh yeah, because I'm pretty sure all of us are gonna be watching it. The oh, absolutely! Weekend. I should get my tickets. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy, are you going to watch it opening weekend? Oh, I'll watch it opening. Why don't you two go together? Like it's ridiculous. You live in the same city. Because the last day <laughs> we didn't put out, Jeremy. Okay, <laughs> hey, I put up for <laughs> He's saving himself. For me, uh, we're gonna go see it together. Yeah, like the good old days. Great. Now yet again, I'm left out. <laughs> you can sit in the row behind us. <laughs> you know what? From now on, I'm just gonna introduce you on this podcast and just let y'all talk. <laughs> Jesus. Chime in with a question. Huh? It's all good. <laughs> Done with this. Done with y'all. Well. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Short and sweet mm-hmm. kind of tonight. Um, you know, same thing as always. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher. We're all over the place. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And... Uh, Hashtag Camper Bond. Oh my god. <laughs> We're going to lose <laughs> listeners. He's never going to let it go. He, he's just never going to let it go. I will let it go when it happens. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Ever. Are you are you a, a fortune? Yes. No, in this case, I can see you it. Don't, you cannot predict the future. I, I just had to shake my magic eight ball, and it told me... Uh, Likely no. Well, we're not talking about that kind of eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, live long and prosper, fellas. No, we're going to put Jeremy <laughs> on the intervention. <laughs> we'll stream it. We'll talk about that. 
<laughs> yes. That'll be our first live show. That'll be the worst episode. All right, guys. Oh, It'll God. Be bad. It'll be bad. Because we'd end up getting a fight. I'd kick him in the balls. <laughs> Just kidding, Jeremy. I'd caress them. I love you. Not <laughs> more than Stephen. Thanks, man. No problem. All right, guys. Audio night from from uh, me and all my crew. <laughs> <laughs>